Countrywide on RTE Radio 1. 28 minutes to nine on your Saturday morning. A very good morning to you if you're just joining us. Livestock and electronics. Not, you would think, the easiest of bedfellows. But sheep and solar panels, it would seem, are made for each other. During the week, I saw news of an experiment that was done in the US that pointed to the two having an almost symbiotic relationship. So I decided to pay a visit to the sheep farm in Wicklow that just under a year ago became the first solar farm in the country to be connected to the grid. It's the future and it's here now. Minister Eamon Ryan seemed positively excited to be able to flick the switch and connect the solar farm to the national grid. By switching to our solar power, our wind power, our own resources, we can protect Irish householders. Both farmers say it was a no-brainer to get involved. It is a win-win. I mean, you can't lose. You still still farm the ground and you're producing energy and food. It's not a year yet since this was connected to the grid, but presumably it's over a year since the panels went in. And Yeah, just over about 14, 15 months. Millvale, outside Ashford in County Wicklow, was the site where Minister Ryan flicked the switch and the landowner, Trevor Johnson, got involved because at the time he felt it would allow him to earn a rental income from the panels while continuing to farm sheep who would graze under and all around them. God, they left us in great fencing, didn't they? Well, I had to obviously take them off the ground when they were building it, so I reduced the number down to about 120. From? From what, 180, I think, I had. But um, there's no reason why I couldn't bump the numbers back up again. You came down by a third, third. but looking at the way the grass is growing here at the moment... I see no reason why I can't just bring the numbers back up to maybe 200 in the future. And the renewable energy company knew and they wouldn't have a problem with you doing that? No, as long as the grass kept down from... The big question initially for Trevor when the panels went in was would grass continue to grow under them? It's early days yet, obviously, but the answer to that question right now is very clear. Yeah, I mean, you see, you see the grass growing just as well underneath, if not more so, I think. So That's interesting, isn't it, actually? Yeah, you've got... Very nice looking grass in underneath there. Will we go down on hands and knees and inspect this? For early March, it's very, very lush and there's a lot more growth there than elsewhere, isn't there? I'm wondering, um, the sun not hitting it. It's getting daylight so it can photosynthesise, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's not sunlight, but... It's just not getting direct sunlight. I think it is definitely damper. So there's a little bit more moisture retention. retention than, uh, but definitely during the last summer, that, that grass was really lush. And do they like this stuff under here? Do you see it's, them underneath the panels more than out between them? I can't see any difference yet. But this year, By coincidence, an experiment conducted in California last year showed that grass continues to grow under the panels and a lot of the time the sheep prefer grazing there too. So we put data loggers around the necks of the sheep um, and those data loggers measured whether the sheep were grazing or not. Emma Kamperbeek from Wageningen University in the Netherlands. And then we split a group of 80 sheep into four groups. So we had two groups grazing on the solar farm and then we had two groups grazing in the native rangelands. So there were no solar panels there and there was next to the solar farm. So if I was a farmer, I would want to know where are the sheep doing more grazing 
under the solar panels or in the land without the solar panels? Uh, well, the sheep grazing on the solar farm, they grazed about 8% more than the sheep grazing uh, on the native rangeland. Why do you think that was? But I think because they, because uh, it was really warm during the experiment, the sheep in the native rangelands, they experiment, they experienced a lot of heat stress. Animals just grow less well and don't eat as much when they have heat stress. So the, the, the animals with the solar panels, they had shade. Uh, it was definitely a lot cooler there. If you don't have heat stress, you, you can eat. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that this follows, but you would imagine that if the sheep were taking refuge from the sun under the solar panels, that they would also, in a northern European situation, be inclined to take refuge from the rain under the solar panels and keep on grazing then. Yes, for sure. I also saw that because uh, it wasn't only hot. There were there were a few days uh, during which it rained. Um, and during those, those days, sheep definitely sought refuge under the solar panels. Um, they just protect the sheep from all weather circumstances. So far, Trevor Johnson is seeing a similar response from the sheep in Wicklow to those in Emma's experiment. But there is a wrinkle. What's happened to your payments? All I did was deduct the actual panel area. Was that you being very honest about it and saying, by your definition in the department, this area has been taken out of productive use? No, I mean, it should be virtually 100% claimable. Obviously, minus the roads and the buildings. But that's what I was advised to do. Trevor lost 25% of his basic payment from the Department of Agriculture because the solar panels made the land under them ineligible for payments. It is deemed to have been taken out of food production. But all around us, there were sheep grazing underneath the panels on grass that looked better than the grass not under the panels. Just a year ago, another arm of government was promoting the idea that farmers who went solar could only win. In the meantime, they're going to continue to be able to graze their sheep on the grass underneath, while these yokes continue to deliver enough electricity to power 3,600 of our homes. And that sounds like a win-win for all concerned. George Lee, RTE News in County Wicklow. I asked the Department of Agriculture, was it policy to deduct income from basic payments where solar panels had been introduced? And they confirmed that it was. It is the view of the department that the area under the solar panels would normally be considered ineligible and hence deductions must be made for these areas. It's 100% grass. It's the grass and it's all there. So there's no reason why there should be, should be any deduction nothing at all. Nothing has been nothing, taken nothing, out of production. Nothing, apart, from the, apart road, from the roadways. The roadway and the building. In a context where one arm of government is saying we have to have seven or eight gig of solar power on the grid by 2030 Mm. to have another government department saying, well, we're actually going to deduct payments for you doing that. No, it doesn't add up. It doesn't compute, really. I mean, it should all be on the same page. Bit of a back of an envelope calculation by yours truly. The government's solar energy target for 2030 means that another 530 farms or so, the same size as Trevor Johnson's, would have to be put under solar panels. So let us watch this space and see how the government responds.